Okay. All right, Wholesale Chameleon family, you guys have requests, and I'm bringing it back. So basically, we, uh, I got Brian on, I don't know, uh, how long ago, Brian, that you on for the doing, first Wholesale deal? It was, oh, about a year. About a year. No, one a year ago. Actually. Yeah. You guys, one year ago, I brought Brian on uh, for a subscriber first wholesale deal interview. So I'm bringing him back to share with you guys where he's at right now, where he has took that business to. Brian, right? I want to jump right into it, man. Where have you taken that business to now, bro? It's been phenomenal, man. It's been we've been rocking and rolling ever since, man. We've been doing, you know, anywhere from about three to five deals a month. Uh, sometimes more, sometimes a little less. Uh, and it's been a phenomenal business, man. I'm glad that I'm doing it. Uh, it's it's uh, been life changing. I've been able to change my life, and also a lot of people that 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 work for the company as well. So it's it's, it's awesome, man. I'm pretty excited. Awesome. I mean, the last time I had an interview with Brian, I had such a fun time. Brian, dude, I want to know some number, bro. So how much are you guys doing a month, if you don't mind? We do, we're doing anywhere from 30 to 50, 50 grand a month. You guys, 30 to 50 Gs a month. I mean, how, how would that change you guys' life? I mean, I used to remember I was making 30000 a year, bro. bro. Brian, can you hear me? Uh-huh, I can hear you. Oh, man, the internet, the internet connection, it's not good. So, Brian, dude, I mean, like, on this, um, on this interview, bro, I want to bring you back and just dive in and get straight to the point. Everybody wants to know, where do they get the motivated seller? Where do they find the cash buyer? And uh, what market are you in, bro? I'm in the Houston market. I'm in the Houston market. Your phone, I mean, it kind of cut out a little bit, but yeah, I'm in the Houston market. Um, and um, it's, 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 it's really competitive here. Uh, so a lot of our deals we're getting like on the outskirts. Um, we do get some in Houston, but most part it's, it's a bin as well. Man, my internet is not good. Internet connection is not good, Brian. We're putting on fire, dude. We're blowing it up. <laughs> so, Brian, people want to know, dude, like where – so where are you getting your motivated seller? Where are you guys getting your cash buyer? And uh, what marketing uh, channel are you hitting? Well, right now, we, we've developed a list now. Uh, we actually have a pretty solid buyers list. But we also, you know, still do the Facebook. We still do the Craigslist. Those avenues still work. Um, and, you know, we just consistently put it out. You know what I mean? But now that I have help and now that, you know, we've grown our buyers list, a lot of our deals sell, some of our deals sell before we even put them out. Um, because we just have built such a, a solid buyers list um, of people that just consistently buy, you know, which is awesome. Cool, man. So, Brian... I want to break this down, dude, and share as much as you openly, willingly share, bro. Because I know there are some, there are some secrets where we just keep it to ourselves, where we just don't share. Because you guys, there's nothing come for free, right? I, I just share it, man. I share it, you know, for the most part, man. I don't mind, you know, putting it out there, man, and see if I can help somebody, um, you know. Cool, man. And that's I put why it out there, man. You put it out there for me. You put it out there for me. So I, it's like I'd be wrong if, if I didn't put it out there for others. You know what I mean? 
<laughs> you guys, Brian, dude, he has such a uh, such an easygoing, easy personalities. Like, I connect really well with Brian. So, Brian, so the first thing is I want to know is where are you guys getting all your uh, what marketing channel? Let's go with what marketing channel are you guys doing right now? Okay, so we're doing we're we're doing pay per click. Uh, we're spending maybe about uh, three grand a month on that. Uh, we're doing um, uh, a lot of cold calling, tons of cold calling. I have two full-time lead managers looking to hire three going into January. We're trying to scale up to 100K a month. Uh, that's the plan. So we're going to up all of our, this last quarter, we're up in all of our uh, marketing by 30%. Uh, so that's going to mean hiring, you know, more people. Uh, and as well, also we do bandit signs. And uh, that's pretty much about it. It's just been bandit signs, uh, cold calling, and uh, pay-per-click for the most part. Gotcha, man. So pay-per-click, you're spending about 3K. What are you paying? Mm -hmm. um, and on the cold calling, what are you, pay, what are you paying your employee? Uh, well, with the cold calling, I'm paying those, them about 500 a week or so. It comes out to about that. Um, it's about 650 an hour or something like that. Six fifty an hour, man. So where, so where are you getting these people? From the Philippines. <laughs> yep. Gotcha, man. So basically, so basically, Brian, you, you got some VAs that is doing the cold calling for you. Exactly. Exactly. Nice, man. And what? Um, and bandit sign. How many bandit sign? How many bandit sign are you putting out? We're not putting out as many anymore. Cause I've, I've never really put out a lot to be honest. Like, and, um, and I got like some of my first, I'd say at least my first five, five to 10 deals were straight bandit sounds. That was all, that was all I did. And, um, but, uh, but it slowed down quite a bit with bandit signs. Like I remember when we had the hurricane Harvey, I cause on my first deal, remember I talked to you that was all Harvey deals. Most of that stuff was Harvey. So they were calling bandit signs. Now I get more. Man, internet connection, bro. Ours leads the city. Brian, can you hear me? I think we're having a little internet uh, connection, dude. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But, uh, Brian, okay. dude, here are you, you still there? You I'm here. Okay. Dude, <laughs> so for those of you, you guys, I really try to look at my, uh, I really try and really modify my interview. I really try and just get straight to the point, get straight to the nugget, get straight to the juice. So, Ben assigned, so right now you're doing PPC, cold calling. Um, bandit sign. How many bandit sign are you putting out again, Brian? Sorry, you got cut about off. hundred. We, we do a hundred every two weeks. A hundred every two weeks. That's it. A hundred every two weeks. That's it. So do you take them down every Sunday and put them up every Friday or what? Not at all. We just put them out and let the city deal with it. And they do deal with it. And they call me and threaten me and all kinds of stuff. It's horrible. <laughs> <laughs> but you know what? He, Brian ain't care. Brian's like, dude, I got a hustle, man. You know, you know what's the sick 
part about it, bro. I just did a deal, right, last month where I paid a guy. I gave him a, a $40,000 loan to pay back his tax delinquent property to get it back from the state, right? And he's going it's, it's to pay me back the money. So I own the property now. Um, he's going to buy it back from me because he lost it. And I gave the city like 40 grand. And y'all are sweating me about bandit signs that he probably called me on to get his property. I know, man. You I know hear what you. I mean? Like, it's the irony of it. Like, I, and I got a 19 property. It's a quarter million dollars in taxes that we're getting ready to pay. Calling me about bandit signs. I'm like, the nerve of you people. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, uh, so Brian, so you got two VA that's co-calling for you full-time? Uh-huh, yes. So out of those three, so you got two VA, you're paying on 500 bucks a week. That's roughly equal out to $6.50. Out of those three, which one is the best for you right now? I, I'm mm -hmm. My internet, you, 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 probably, you probably didn't catch a word I, I said, right? No, no, no. You didn't I understand know. the word that's coming out of my mouth, dude? <laughs> nada. Nada. So, so out of those three, which one works best for you? Okay, so I only have two now. I'm working on getting, I'm working on getting three, actually. Um, we have one guy that's just like a rock star. Mike, he's, he's, he's just he's a rock star, man. He's, he's really, really killing it uh, in terms of bringing in deals. Um, you know, but PPC has been pretty good to us, too. Like, some of our biggest deals actually come through PPC. Um, you know, and we still get our occasional deal from Bandit Signs, too. So, it's been a mix. But I would say we got one guy that's really, really, really been just been, you know, overperforming um, on the cold calls. That's pretty cool. And that's why I'm hoping to uh, – we're actually, unfortunately, going to have to let one of our – uh, VAs go uh, by January and then we're going to hire two more and I'm wanting to hire one domestically, somebody that's, that's here mm -hmm. in, in the States. So we'll see how that goes. You know, I, you know, some, some, some Americans, they say, say get, get a little lazy, man. They don't have that hustle. Like, you know, the people in the Philippines, but we'll see. It's going to be a test. <laughs> yeah, man. <laughs> no. Yeah. Yeah. No, dude. I hear you, dude. I mean, we are still trying to, you know, obviously we want to make our team small, but powerful. We don't want to have a bunch of, uh, yeah. we don't want to have a big team and our overhead is high and, and we're just scattering everywhere. We try to keep it tight, small, but powerful, right? It's all about bringing the bottom line, the net, the net. Exactly. So um, you guys, because we have limited, uh, because we have limit time, because uh, I, I got to take the wife to somewhere. So if you guys have any questions, comment below and Brian or I will try to help answer any question you guys have. Now, if you do enjoy this video, if it add any value to you, be sure to smash the thumbs up for me, smash the subscribe button if you guys are new to the channel. Now, let's get into motivated seller, Brian. Where are you getting your motivated seller lead coming from? Like, like I, know, I know you mentioned PPC, cold calling and bandit sign. Um, so we already know it's coming from bandit sign and PPC. Now, cold calling, what less? So we're, we're calling primarily tax delinquent, right? We're calling foreclosures. Um, so what we're doing is we pull all of our, we pull pretty much every foreclosure for the most part, everyone that we possibly can. 
uh, within, you know, that's, that's pending foreclosure in three to six months. We're pulling those. After we pull those, we're going to our absentee owners. Um, and that's, that's pretty much it. Then we have our tax delinquents that we pull once a month and our probates that we pull once a month. And we get those from DCR. Um, you get those from where? Uh, DCR daily court review. It's, it's, it's a local, um, company that compiles all of the tax, uh, delinquents, all of the probates, they compile all of it for you. You don't even have to go to the courthouse. It makes it a whole lot easier, uh, for you. So that's what we've been doing. And I, and I, I've shared that on my Instagram too. So a lot of people uh, was real appreciative of that. And, and a lot of times I tell people, you know, you have to go down to, the courthouse, you know what I mean? When they're doing the auctions and it's always those little vendors and it's like, it's like daily court review. It's like a ton of other ones, like uh, tax delinquent. It's, it's tons of them that are down there. They'll pass your card and they'll want you to subscribe to their little thing, but you just got to be there to know about it. And they make your life a whole lot easier um, when you're dealing with that kind of stuff. Nice man. Brian, you guys, Brian is dropping, dropping some nuggets. So make sure to show Brian some love. Smash the thumbs up. And uh, so Brian, so we got the tax delinquents. Yeah. We got the absentee. We got the probates. Those are where you're getting your motivated seller leads. And now mm -hmm. next one is cash buyer. Where's all your cash buyer coming from? Or how do you build your list? Well, we've built ours over time. So, okay, so initially, you know, I remember I told you I joined a, uh, like a network of investors and I spent like 20 grand, it was crazy. And, um, and that was awesome. So what we did in that network, we kind of shared buyers, right? So we would share our list that we compile over time. <clears throat> but after a while, I started noticing that, that that's really not a good way to do it because a lot of times when you send those, those emails out through like MailChimp or anything like that, like you, they'll start blocking your, like if they are. Stop doing that. And we start removing all of the people that we kind of got from like shared lists and different things like that. Cause those people didn't know us. And we just tried to focus on the people who actually know us that we actually talk to, um, that we've actually, that have asked to be on our uh, list. And that's worked wonders for us. Uh, so now, you know, and a lot of these people we just got from Vandesigns, from um, Craigslist, Facebook, um, just, people networking events different things of that nature awesome man so brian now for those that wants to scale up how did you went from getting your first deal to now scaling up to 30 to 50k a month bro well i i just started doing a couple i started doing a lot of deals so i was doing maybe about two or three deals uh and then you know i still work so it was it was just like it was insane. So I couldn't, I couldn't continue to, you know, work. And then, you know, it was, it was just too much. So I ended up hiring, um, two VAs. Um, and then to do the cold calling, well, actually initially I started with one and then I, and then shortly after that, I, I hired another one because I wanted to kind of keep that competitive spirit going, keep those juices flowing. Uh, you know, it's never good to just hire one, you know what I mean? 
I hear you, man. I agree. Oh, man. So, uh, I have a big, big staff. Gotcha, man. A pretty big staff. So, you know, um, so the thing about it is, and the reason why is because I still work. Uh, unfortunately, I'm planning on in a couple months or so. Um, but, you know, I got a good job. It, it doesn't stress me too, too much. Um, so, you know, and I was already making six figures as, you know, just working. So it's not something you just walk away with and just be like, okay, do something, you know what I mean? But, you know, it is what it is. Yeah, man. So, Brian, uh, do you still have a job? You said you have a I job? Do. I do. Oh, you still do? I still do. Oh, still do. oh wait. Yeah. Nurse, right? Yeah. Yeah. I'm actually an administrator, though. So I run the hospital. Um, I'm a head administrator now, so I'm not on the floor, but you know, yeah, I'm, yeah, I'm still, still in the field, man. Dang, bro, dude. Yeah, yeah it's crazy. So that's, that's the reason why I have a big staff. Like, dang, you got a big staff and you pay a lot of people. Um, and a lot of it was, some of it was, I would say some experimentation because I did have that cushion to do it. Um, and I really wanted it to be set up to where when I do leave that I didn't have like a ton of pressure to perform. Like I, I want the company to be somewhat self-sufficient. Um, and this year, you know, we were profitable, thank God, despite all, all of the different things that I've tried. I've done a lot of experimenting just because I had the funds to do it. Um, and you know, it just, it, you know, we're still profitable. So I, I, I thank God for that. Uh, but next year, we're trying to switch over to S Corp. Um, so, you know, I'm gonna have to make some adjustments to accommodate that, you know. Yeah, man, the S Corp is going to save you some tax money, bro. Yeah, <laughs> for real. <laughs> for real, dude. So, um, all right. So Brian, now for those that for those that are starting out, I want to share, I want you to just to shortly share with them how much time and investment you had to put into yourself when you first started to actually get going, bro. Just a short. I, but you got to understand, I, you know, and I, and I don't, I'm not going to say this to intimidate anybody, but I'm an obsessive person. So when I first started, I literally obsessed. Like it was not something that I, I, I'm not a halfway person. So anything that I do, I go a hundred, like I'm, I'm that guy. So I'm not, you know, so, so, and I don't, I don't say that to intimidate anybody, but I would say that if you're, if you're going to get into this thing and you're going to go in, start off kicking butt, you really need to dive deep into educating yourself and taking, taking ma- taking action, you know, taking action. It's not going to be perfect. We got a lot of, we still have about, you know, five or six deals that are just hanging up in title that, you know, we're still waiting to close on. You know what I mean? And, you know, a lot of times you don't hear that side of the story. And that's why, like, a lot of times I try to share, you know, not just the pretty side of, of investing, but the ugly side too. It's not just perfect. It's not like every deal closes. It's not like, Every seller is happy. You know, we've saved people in foreclosure and then they're pissed because, you know, that we're making money. And it's like, okay, like I just saved you from the brink. And it's like, they don't appreciate it. So it's like, you run into that, you know, a lot 
of times you think that it's going to be all, it's not all the time. That's right. And you guys, I agree with Brian 100%. So I don't, I definitely, one thing is I definitely don't want to give off you guys the impression it's always rosies, red, rainbow, happy, joy, joy, every single day. Let me tell you, all right? Let me tell you, when you run a business, it's not always like that, you guys. It's not always like that, all right? You're not, there are times where, yes, we have deals that don't close. So if you let somebody tell you that, oh, every deal that we lock up, we close, they're not, they, that means they're not locking up that, they're not putting that many up under contract. Because if you were to do so many deals, trust me, some of them will not close. Yeah. And yes, you get angry seller. Sometimes you get upset buyers. <laughs> and then, you know, so the whole thing is you just have to focus on your goal. What it is, is get the deal done. You do the best you can make the best judgment you can. I don't believe in getting to the top by stepping on anybody's toes, cutting anybody out, taking advantage of anybody. It's like, you got to understand that in this business for your business to go, for you to put food on the table, you as an entrepreneur, as a business man, woman have to be able to make money and you have to be profitable. So sometimes you get nasty word coming from seller, nasty word coming from buyer. You just have to shake it off and, and know that you did the best you can and try to be as moral as you can in the business. Exactly. And, and I want to be real with you guys. When it comes to business and money, there's a really thin, fine line that you have to make some time between what is moral and what is not. Like, you know, what, what is like, it's like what, what you feel like, you know what? This is the best that I will, that I can do. So let me give you guys an example. And, and, and I, I share this with you guys, not to say, oh, Kong, you're all great. There are times where I make bad decisions where I feel like, man, I, you know, but there are sellers that falls apart and we, we spent the money on the hiring the inspections because we got, uh, it's a septic. We got, we actually just had that deal, uh, falls apart. The, the buyer signs, the, the person sell, like the buyer signs the close already got the money into the title company. The seller for some reason thought that they would have walked away with more money than they should because they thought that they owe less uh, or owe less. All of a sudden they owe more. And the buyer came, uh, the seller came back and, and tell me, Hey Kong, uh, we don't want to sign it. Um, so now we have to either take them out to court, make them pay back the money that we have spent, or I just shake it off and tell the seller, the buyer, Hey, I'm sorry. And move on to the next deal. And that's what I did. Uh, so we just took, uh, we just took a loss of 1500 bucks because we hire a septic guy to come out there, do all the septic inspection and all that. Um, so, but I don't want to force a seller to like, to like sell the property and push them out because of something that they miss. And it could be, they, they're freaking, I, 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 they could be faking it. I don't know. But to me, they came to the closing table. They're about to sign. They really want to sell the property but they thought that they would have walked away for more because they need that money to buy a new property. So I'm saying like sometimes in business, there are times where I make, I make a decision where I feel like, man, it's, it's really tough. So I, I want to tell you guys that, that it's not always easy blocking a property, finding a buyer and selling that deal. I'm not saying every single deal is like that. All right. Uh, if you're doing one or two, yeah, man, if you're doing one or two or three a year, yeah. But if you're starting to do a lot, you're going to get in a situation. Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah. Trust me. We got one right now that we have, um, we pay for the bankruptcy. Um, well now I, I, I do, I know how to do them for free now, but we pay for the bankruptcy and think like two grand and the seller is just fell sick. I mean, he's in the hospital still like in ICU and we can't close because 
because he's sick. Like, we got to wait. The family members are thinking that we're scamming him. So they're kind of, they don't know what's going on. So it's just weird, man. Like, you run into those situations. And, you know, and I like to share both sides uh, of the pendulum. That, that way, when a new investor gets in, they're not discouraged when they run into that problem. You know what I mean? Because, listen, when you, like, like what Kong said, like when you're doing a lot of deals, you're, you're going to run into problems. And it may be your first deal that you run into problems. Thank God my first couple of deals were all easy. Count myself lucky. But as I've gotten into this business and I've gotten more creative with my strategies and I've gotten more creative, because when you make money, you get more creative. You take more bold, riskier moves. And, you know, it just is what it is. So, uh, I, so I've learned, but I've learned more, but at the same time, I, you know, I really don't want people to get discouraged whenever you run into that bad deal. Cause I, I meet investors all the time. They tell me, yeah, I lost my first deal and blah, blah, blah. I don't know what I would have done if I would have lost my first. I don't know if I would have been able to rebound. I don't know. You think you would have been able to rebound, Kong? What's that? Do you think you would have been able to rebound if you lost your first couple of deals? <sighs> Let me tell you guys. Let me tell you, and I am going to be honest with you guys mm -hmm. that I, I went to a seminar and this guy, his first deal, he lost $40,000. So he was rolling backward. So let me, be let me be real with you guys. I don't know if I have that in me to actually overcome that. I'm telling you guys, it takes a certain kind of person and a certain mindset. Like your mindset has to be so strong to overcome a loss and keep on going. Like, to be honest with you, Brian, I don't know. I don't know if I can do that, man. <laughs> Honestly, yeah, dude. That, that was hard. Dude, was hard. I, like, yeah. I don't know. I don't know if I can do that. And I just want to be honest with you guys. And that's what I'm saying that, you know, to, to be successful, it's not, it's not an easy thing. It's not some, it's you're going to come across things that, like, man, like, I honestly don't, don't know if I have that, that, that mindset that capable to overcome something like that, dude, because it's, it's rough. It's rough, man. And it's rough. And, you know, and I, and I meet investors, you know, ever since I've, I've talked to more investors, I, you know, I've been a little bit more social than normal. I was more of a, uh, you know, like, I don't know, like I used to kind of hide in my own little shell That's because I was working so much. It wasn't that I was trying to, you know, be absent. I just, when I work, I'm like a, like a, like I'm tunnel vision, you know what I mean? And I forget the rest of the world sometimes. And that, you know, like, dude, you, like you can't just work all the time. Like, you know what I mean? But, you know, I try to keep that work life balance. But anyways, you know, now that I've talked, I'm talking to more people and I'm talking to more investors and I'm hearing their stories. I'm like, dude, like just because you lost your first deal doesn't mean that this is not for you. Like, it don't mean that, man. Because listen, I, I'm glad that, Honestly, I'm glad that I lost deals now that, you know, opposed to before. Um, but at the same time, now that I've lost deals, I've deals have went bad, pending, and we're still fighting through them. Now that I've done that, I can see the bigger picture and I understand that, listen, that's just one deal. It's just one deal. That's, that's one or two people, maybe three or four people out of billions of people that want to sell properties and, you know, and get rid of properties on this planet. So don't let that one thing discourage you. You know what I mean? You know, and I don't, I don't know if I helped somebody with that or not, but hopefully I did. Brian, I agree, man.
Absolutely, bro. Absolutely. So, Brian, I mean, uh, let's try to wrap this up because of our time. So, Brian, for those that wants to connect with you, bro, those that wants to reach out and connect with you and say, Brian, I want to be where you're at, bro. How do they connect with you, dude? Um, the best way right now is on um, Instagram, uh, Wonder US. Um, so it's just W O N D E R and then U S. Uh, and then I also started a YouTube channel. Love um, it. Is is this big? It is. You see it? <laughs> it's that big. But uh, I just started. <laughs> Hopefully, it grows. I, I don't put out as much content as I need to because that, to be honest, that's not my focus right now. But I do want to put out more content because I want to help more people um, and be and add more value to the world. Uh, What's people. a YouTube channel? It's a Byron. It's just Byron Holman, I think, or just Byron at Wonder U.S. Property Group. I don't know. Wait, I don't wait, know wait. The YouTube channel. So it's it's just Byron Holman, I think. I think it's just Byron Holman. Hold on, bro. Hold on, bro. Hold on a second, bro. B r y o n. <laughs> the email I sent you is the the email to it. Yeah. Brian Holm? Brian Holm? B-Y-R-O-N. Yep. Yeah, it should, something should pop up. But I got two Byron Holmans. One of them is for school, though, and the other one is, like, for the real estate. It should be only one for the real estate. So, so okay, so the name of the YouTube channel is what, Brian? Byron Holm. Byers, Brian's Holm. O-H-O-L-M-N. Oh, oh your first and your last name. Yes. Oh, dude, I'm sorry, man. Nah, you're good. You're good. So, Holman. Uh-huh. Oh, bro. You know, the one, dude. Okay, got it, man. That first, wait, is that, it's that, no, that's not you, bro. Yeah, maybe not. I don't know, man. Mine, oh. it's really, let me pull okay. it up. Okay, Brian, pull, okay, um, you have to give me the YouTube channel, dude, so I can add I'll it to the description. Because I Yeah, pull, I'll send it to you. Yeah. So uh, send it to me. I'll put it in the descriptions, and uh, okay. I'm gonna subscribe, bro. I'm gonna subscribe. <laughs> I think I think I only subscribe to like a few people or so. I really want, you know, I, I I only subscribe to a few. And the thing is, you know, the one thing about Gary Vee is he said, "Don't need to create, documentate." Mm. So many people out there is already creating content already. What it is is people love like like that's what like man, documentate the journey. Like, like, you know, you don't have to think about creating, but documentate your journey. And people loves that because some people will yeah. be like, man, I'm in the same shoes as you are. And he's, he's putting it. And it's also nice for you to look back and see how far you have gone. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Like man, yeah. if I would have, if I got a camera to go around my life before you guys would like, first of all, I don't know who would watch it cause it's super boring. Let me tell you something <laughs> it is boring because all you're doing is you're working you're learning and you're just trying to, you know, obviously trying to, uh, uh, try, try, you know, all you do is focus on your future. So you're just working and, and, and grinding. You're not doing anything fun. You're not going out there buying the fancy car. You're not going out there, you know, traveling and doing all that. So there's no excitement, but, uh, but, 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 but man, the journey of the grind. Oh yeah. And I mean, if I have all those, you know, uh, living in the shack, sleeping in the car because I wanted to save fifty nine ninety nine for for not renting the hotel. Oh man, it's it's crazy, bro. It'd be a hell of a reality show, man. <laughs>
Um, so there you guys go. You just want to keep it because people like that kind of stuff. They let us drum yeah, 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 man. So I would love to, uh, dude, I would actually love to follow uh, your journey and just seeing you within a year, how far you have grown, how far you have gone, bro, dude, it's really blown my mind. And um, so I, I would definitely want to follow your journey, man. And also too, is I mean, that's just within a year. Imagine, you know, two year, three year, five year from now where Brian would be if he just, you know, uh, keep on continue going at this, which he says, I know. It's mind blown, bro. Um, so for those of you who haven't followed him on Instagram, hit me up on IG as well at Kong, K-H-A-N-G dot like a period W-T-M. And if you are new to the channel, smash the subscribe button, show Brian some love. Um, go follow him, hit him up on Instagram. Maybe he'll uh, put his channel up there as well. And also too is uh, I'll make sure I put Brian YouTube channel in the description if you guys want to follow him. Now, Brian, where, where, um, could you remind me or everyone where you're at again if they want to reach out and connect with you? Oh, um, so it's uh, Instagram. On Instagram, it's Wonder, W-O-N-D-E-R-U-S. Wonder U-S. Okay. Now, what, uh, what area are you wholesaling in? Primarily the greater Houston, um, greater Houston area. Uh, we still do target uh, Houston, uh, but... We, we, we mainly try to stay on the outskirts for right now because uh, that's where we get – that's where our bread and butter is, man. And I hope I'm not telling everybody to run to the outskirts and now, now everybody's going to be running to the outskirts. <laughs> but whatever. Man, that's, that's really where the bread of people – I know when you first start, you want to go to Houston's big city. You want to be in the middle. You want to get those big profit deals. And it's still big profit deals in Houston. I, I can't – front but the problem is man you're gonna be you're gonna be chasing them man you're gonna mm. be chasing them. so you know gotcha you guys thank you so much brian one last word man one last inspirational word motivational word tips advice anything you want to give wrap this up um i would say consistency um and discipline um and keep to yourself um, that's something that I've struggled with and something that I try to always get better at. Keep your promise to yourself. If you, if you tell yourself you're going to go work out, go work out. If you tell yourself you're going to eat better today, eat better today. If you tell yourself you're going to call um, five sellers today, call five sellers. You know what I mean? Keep those promises to yourself because it's going to continuously boost your confidence and it's going to keep you uh, – uh, it, it, it's, 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 a, it's a cycle. You got to keep those confidence and it's just going to continue to grow, grow you as a person. Awesome, man. I want to say, Brian, thank you so much. And you just earned yourself a subscriber. Uh, awesome, Brian, man. hey, thank you so much, man. And you guys, thank you so much for every single one of you guys. I really, truly appreciate it. I really hope that this interview does add uh, some kind of a value to you. If it does, be sure to show Brian some love. Smash the thumbs up. Subscribe to the channel if you haven't already. And I'll see you guys in the next video. Ciao. Peace. Bye, Brian. All right, bro.